я бачила, or in English, I saw. Я бачила. Листопадили клени, і суботились люди, вечурилися вулиці. Я бачила. Вдаль летіли дилеми, втім надії в нікуди. Сум до ночі притулиться. Я бачила. Як губились ідеї, як зникали потреби, порожніли вокзали. Я бачила, як стихали хореї, як з'являлись проблеми, зігрівались сльозами. Я бачила тишину твого міста, клубок сплутаних нервів, запітніле віконце. Я бачила, що мені тут не місце стати трішечки стервом чи лишитися сонцем. This podcast shows that Ukraine is not what foreigners see on television. In reality, Ukrainian people are much better, much more interesting and friendly than other people expect. This podcast is about the real life, experiences, work and personalities of Ukrainian people with the focus on the capital Kiev so that foreigners discover the positive truth about Ukraine, hear the voices of Ukrainians visit the country and invest in the economy, creating more opportunities for the younger Ukrainian generations to stay and build their country. Hello, my name is Aziz and I have a deep connection with Ukraine. My grandfather volunteered in 1987 to help liquidate the Chernobyl chemical radiation because he believed in humanity. He was a real hero for me and even though He struggled with cancer after that for the rest of his life. He always told me many great things about Ukraine and its people. Then, from 2018 to 2019, for two years, I began working with UNICEF in Ukraine to help build orphanages for the children who lost their families in the war. I couldn't return to Ukraine in 2020 because of COVID-19, so this project is my volunteer work to help Ukraine. And thank you all so much for the support. This podcast now is ranked number one on Apple Podcasts about Ukraine, top 100 travel podcasts in France, in Switzerland, and in Ireland, top 60 travel podcasts in the United Kingdom and in Norway, top 50 in Sweden, in Canada, in Italy, and in Spain, top 25 travel podcasts on Apple Russia, top 20 on Apple Poland and in the Netherlands, and top 10 in Finland, in Romania, in Cyprus, and in South Korea. So the world is hearing the voices of Ukrainians. Please keep supporting as we will reach together 100 interviews and many more and follow the new Instagram about this project, aziz.future. My guest today, Yelizaveta Sherlestova. Liza is... 17 years old. She comes from a neighboring place to Kiev. She's a student at the Institute of International Relations at Taras Shevchenko National University. She is a representative of Ukraine and the Student Leader Advisory Council at the Teach for All NGO Global Network of Leaders and Changemakers 
working to ensure all children across the globe can fulfill their potential. A hundred academy member, a former ISAC member, and her hobbies include singing and poetry. Lisa, how are you today? Hello, thank you so much for having me today. I'm actually super excited for this interview. And I hope that it will be a great contribution to the project because I believe this is something more, this is something bigger than just the series of interview. It's going to be really great. I thank you. I'm grateful and I'm really excited. So please, let's speak in this way. You know, it's winter in Ukraine. There is a pandemic. The weather is really, really cold. Maybe you love it. I don't know. But when you want to feel good, when you want to feel better, to forget all troubles, to relax, to recharge, what is your favorite activity in the winter that you've been doing these weeks and months? Uh, okay, so actually, I'm not a really, like, you know, fan of winter. <laughs> so this question is really, um, is actual to me uh, and is relatable. So usually I uh, sing. It's like my way to release all my stress and uh, to think about something bright and something like a better future. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and uh, if I cannot sing, I usually listen to some music, like to relax. And uh, I think about something that makes me happy, like, uh, you know, maybe about my relatives, about my friends and so on. Thank you. So you love to sing and think about something else. And if you cannot, you listen to music, think about something else and think about something happier, like your friends and relatives and other thoughts like that, correct? Yeah, sure. And let's explore singing. When was the first moment or the story or the beginning where you began to fall in love with singing? <laughs> so I, I'm not sure when uh, this story takes its beginning because like I was really young when I explored the world of music uh, so my grandfather is was the teacher of uh, guitar playing you know and uh, most of my family is connected to music so I was really in this since my very very childhood and um, I remember myself singing like from the I'd say three years old or something like that. I've always been singing. I've always been, uh, I've always seeked for uh, people's intention, you know, and the way uh, of like releasing this in life was singing. So, um, and I can say that singing is uh, the great part of my life, you know, and uh, this story was like, um, this passion, this uh, this hobby grew up with me. So, yes, it's a part of me, actually. Fantastic. And I'm hearing something, and therefore I'm going to ask a bit of a cruel question, which is simple. If you could sing, think about something else, and release all tensions, but never ever be heard by anyone or receive any attention, or if you cannot sing at all, 
both, of course, you love. But if you had to choose one, which one will be more important? Mm -hmm. So this question is really interesting. And, uh, you know, I, uh, I am a lover of people's attention. So I think I'd prefer it like uh, to never sing but to be in the center of uh, like everyone's attention uh and i suppose i have uh, other ways to like to reach it so it's not only singing it could be other uh, like great things so i think i choose the second variant but i'm really pleased that i don't have to choose in real life so it uh, makes me happy Yes, it makes you happy. You can sing and be the center of attention. And imagine now you're perfectly the center of attention and getting exactly the attention you wish and feeling exactly the way you wish to feel. One, do you have a story that you can share about a moment like that singing? And second, why is attention from other people important for you? Mm -hmm. Actually, uh, I think the story of singing like that is in the past because uh, during the, the during the pandemic we don't have uh, any events that could like uh, gather a lot of people and uh, it's not the priority right now. So I remember myself like singing like that. It was. Um, some festivals like in 2018 or 29 or 2019 so uh when it was uh, really on time uh so um and i remember myself uh the best my performance was uh in as i feel it uh in 2018 so uh, it was uh, our regional festival and I think I, I've never sounded like this before. Uh, and talking about the people's attention, why it's so important to me. As a child, I was really shy. Uh, I was a clever child, but I um, was never, I think I was never loved by everyone uh so uh i was really i'd say like a basic girl uh which never uh was interesting for the audience but one day uh as i was teenager i was thinking about myself my like uh, character my life story and uh, i thought like i have something to show people i have some ideas i have some visions i have some uh stories to be shared and why i why am i hiding it in myself and i uh started to like being vulnerable to people and uh, i started to um like to reach their uh, attention and since that 
I think it's so important to me because if you have everyone's attention, it's easier for you to like share your stories, to share your uh, vision of the world, etc. So that's why it's so important to me because uh, I remember that time when I wasn't really the center of people's attention and uh, I prefer my present to my past. Thank you. So if I understood correctly, you were a basic little girl who was shy and you didn't get attention from people and you didn't feel loved by many people. But then one day you thought you have a perspective, stories to share and things to express. And therefore you began to be vulnerable and to share your truth with the world and getting their attention is very important because it means they will listen and they will receive your stories, perspective, and communication. And the best time you remember would be um, in 2018 when you were in the regional contest for singing, where you sounded in the best way you have ever sounded until that point. And you felt that you're expressing something very valuable and that you're receiving the attention at the same time and people are showing love and being impressed. Is this something, a correct understanding of what you said? Uh, yes, it is. But I'd say that uh, in uh, this festival was not the best time of me. Like, uh, it was not the point of like the best uh, getting of uh, people's attention but this was the beginning of my story as a person who can inspire and who can influence the society thank you so you have your own stories you have your perspective when you receive attention from people and are the center you can inspire and influence society is this correct yes and to you, two things. One, what makes your perspective unique? And second, how do you define inspiration when you inspire others? Mm -hmm. So what makes my perspective unique? Mm, actually, I don't think I have to like uh, define it specifically. Why am I unique? Because I believe every person in the world uh, has their own story, their own ideas, you know, uh, to share because we are unique just because we are, uh, we are on this planet. Uh, so, and I think that makes me unique too. And uh, everyone choose, like, uh, there is a choice, like to share your story and your visions with people or not. And, uh, I think by choosing sharing it with the society, this makes my perspective unique. And uh, talking about inspiration, what it means to me, I suppose inspiration is um, an action towards people like to uh, get them understand that they are that they are able to, I was talking about the choice, like to share or not to share. And when you inspire people, you tell them that you can share this with the world and uh, you can make a difference. 
you are special and this is inspiration to me thank you so if i understood you correctly and this is very similar to jordan peterson's view that each human being has a unique piece of the puzzle of reality and the most important job is to share that piece because no one else has it and therefore the community will have a clearer view on reality and less blind spots and therefore become more effective and prosperous but to focus on you and if i understood you correctly is this every person in the world has a unique story and a unique perspective but many people are not sharing it so when you share it and you receive attention you influence others by somehow showing them that it's okay to share your perspective and not just okay but a good thing and therefore when they are inspired they will be doing what you're doing in the way that they're using their unique way and talent to express their story and perspective and receive attention from others in order to inspire others more and more and it's like a chain of events of more and more people inspired who are inspiring more people causing change in the community is this correct yes that's exact- exactly what i mean thank you and this is great and i want to explore the other side of you maybe we will speak about singing as a way for you to uh, feel good but do you do another activity like maybe yoga or running when the weather is nicer or something that allows you to stretch and relax and feel good in this way mm, so uh I'd say that I'm not a really a fan of uh physical activities to like um to release my stress etc so uh actually for me releasing stress is about releasing your mind uh it's about uh, like uh taking your uh thoughts into like making them not being chaotic but making them making your thoughts more organized uh and this is my way to release my stress uh so uh, to do so except singing uh i choose uh, like you know maybe poetry maybe or maybe education i educate myself like to i get some new information to do s- such organization in my mind so that's it great So it seems to me that when your mind is chaotic that is not a g- good feeling for you and you like to organize it and to let it out and release it and that can be done through singing or poetry or by learning which allows you to organize your mind is this correct uh yes exactly and i want to know more because you were born outside kiev and then you went to study in the big city and if i understood correctly did you live in kiev at all uh no i uh, didn't uh so i was born in the neighborhood of kiev like you know uh, we are really close to kiev like maybe 10 kilometers away but uh there is huge gap in development 
between the city of Kyiv and its neighborhood. Tell me more and also about when you go to study in the Institute of International Relations. Did you notice a difference in the culture of people in Kiev, in the city, compared to where you come from? Mm-hmm. So, um, to be honest, there is huge difference between people here and people there. Like, I mean, uh, my hometown and Kiev, because in my hometown, people are usually uh, not like interested in uh, active citizenship, you know. They are uh, mostly concerned about their like personal uh, troubles, personal like lives, and they are not interested about what is going outside of like them. Uh, they, but in Kiev, it's quite different because Kiev is the city of uh, people from all Ukraine. And uh, mostly it's, it attracts uh, some people who are really interested in changes. And I'm talking not about, about their personal changes, but about the changes in the society, etc. So when I uh, got to study in the Institute of International Relations, I was really surprised in a good way of the passion of uh, the students, of uh, they are willing to contribute to this world, contribute to the society, contribute to the development of it. And that is something that makes difference because in my hometown, I was sometimes, I, I was a president of my school for some time, and there was a lot of situations wherein I was the only one who was interested, like in some projects, etc. And uh, when I got uh, into the environment where everyone is like me, it was more comfortable to be there. So actually, that is like, I'd say it's my insight. Great. So uh, when you were a student leader in your high school and involved in different activities, you noticed that in your part of Ukraine, which is outside Kiev, people were not so interested in various initiatives. But when you went to Kiev and to the Institute of International Relations, you found yourself among like-minded individuals who care about change and initiative and making inspiring the world if to use your own vocabulary in this and therefore you felt ha ah, i am with my people i fit in now is this correct yes yes and about poetry i want to ask more but first is it something you have a lot of experience with or is it something you only do sometimes when you cannot sing and it's like uh, a second level hobby i suppose um i cannot say that is my like second level hobby because i've been writing since i was like maybe 10 years old but my mom says uh, that i wrote my first poem when i was three years old uh, so unfortunately i uh, didn't see it but let's trust my mom uh, so this is a part of me as well 
but I usually do this when I get some inspiration like from nowhere. I cannot explain the process, but I'd say that singing and poetry is like on the same level. I love it. So now you have 14 years of experience as a poet. You're a very experienced one, a seasoned, as they might call. <laughs> and I want to focus uh, on one word. You said you write when you feel inspired. And you mentioned when you share your perspective and stories, you inspire others. What's the difference between the inspiration you get to write poetry and the inspiration you cause when you are singing or when you are causing and influencing people to be inspired? Because those are two words, but it seems to me mean different things. Mm -hmm. Like comparing the inspiration uh, through the poems and inspiration through the singing, I can say then when I write, uh, when I share my poems with people, I usually want them to like um, get inside my mind and to share my own thoughts, my own ideas. Uh, so it's more like to show what is on my mind right now. So, hey, people, hey, audience, please see what I got for you. And the question is, if people want to be inspired through this or not, it's up to them. While when I'm singing, I want to not to share only like my thoughts or my uh, the state of my mind, what is going on there, but I want to them to feel the correct mood if i can say like that and to feel themselves excited to do something which would make their life which would make themselves better and more happy you know so through my poems i want to like share what's going on inside me and uh through my singing, I want people to get into the, the excitement to, for changes and so on. Great. So if I understood correctly, poetry is about expressing your mind. So maybe it's more about ideas and what's going on there. While singing is about injecting emotions into people so that they're excited and that causes them to take action preferably the action of expressing their perspective and becoming inspiring themselves. Is this correct? Yes, and I really love that you used uh, the words injections of emotions. So yes, that is exactly what I mean. Thank you. And you said it's very important to you when your mind is chaotic to organize it. And one of the ways is through poetry. Can you share, maybe someone never tried it, how can poetry help you organize your thoughts and your mind? And is the inspiration really inspiration or is the inspiration that chaos that needs to be organized through poetry? Or are they two different experiences, both reasons for you to write poems? Mm, I think it's more like it's combined. I cannot divide inspiring through them, through organizing my mind or something like that. I think uh, I do both. And um, I suppose so when my mind is uh, in chaotic state, 
it uh, the poetry helps me to get it organized uh, because um, when i write something i have to like uh, seek for words for expressions for i have to express myself in the best way possible so in this process it's uh, it helps to like uh, get something uh, that touches me as a poet and uh, something that could possibly touch my audience so i find it in, my, in the chaos of my mind this makes it more organized great thank you lisa and i had a guest here daria from lcc international and she's ukrainian and said ukrainian language is one of the most beautiful languages in the world and she encouraged foreigners to listen to ukrainian music and to the ukrainian language well since you're a poet do you have any poem that is meaningful to you or you like in the ukrainian language or any other language that you write in that you could share with the audience uh yes i have one in ukrainian Thank you. Please share it and I'm sure we're all eager to hear and the Ukrainian people will understand and others will just follow the melody. Okay, thank you. So this poem calls Я бачила or in English I saw. Я бачила. Листопадали клени і суботились люди, вечорилися вулиці. Я бачила. Вдаль летіли дилеми, втім надії в нікуди. Сум до ночі притулиться. Я бачила, як губились ідеї, як зникали потреби, порожніли вокзали. Я бачила, як стихали хореї, як з'являлись проблеми, зігрівались сльозами. Я бачила тишину твого міста, клубок сплутаних нервів, запітніле віконце. Я бачила, що мені тут не місце стати трішечки стервом чи лишитися сонцем. That was beautiful and I can sense your vocal training and the way that you smoothly use the air when you're expressing these very professionally and then I have to ask you, did your singing skills and poetry skills help you when you are engaging in your debating clubs and activities uh, okay so uh firstly thank you so much for your words <laughs> and uh i'd say uh usually when i have a speech or uh, something like that people ask me do you sing because uh i don't know how but my voice uh, sounds like i sing uh so i don't really uh feel like it uh, influences my uh, speeches or it helps me uh in this way but uh people usually notice me and notice uh, this and uh, this makes me a bit happier <laughs> well thank you and yes you deserve it and to ask you then something do you warm up your voice every morning because of your singing classes and skills or not uh i usually do but uh not in the morning <laughs> because 
I'm not a really morning person. All I want in morning is just the cup of tea and some silence. But I do this uh, every day. Then, of course, people will hear it because 99% of humans don't warm up their voices. And that's interesting. You're speaking about your circadian rhythm and that you're not most productive in the morning. Well, if you are productive in any hour of the day, what would be your most productive period? Is it afternoon? Is it evening? Is it in the darkness of the night? Since we know the morning is not that. <laughs> uh, so if I had to like name the most productive time of my day, it would be something between the evening and the late night because it's the time I usually come up with some great ideas or I work actively on my projects, etc. So it happens like uh, in 10 p.m. or something like that. I love that. And it's so amazing because when you get that, sometimes you can't even sleep and it messes up with your night and it some people will call it insomnia but you would call it inspiration and i have to ask again whether a new idea for your projects or for poetry i don't know whether the inspiration is similar please comment on that but how does it feel in your body when you get a new idea i have a friend and she's a painter and she says when she gets inspired she feels her arms and hands tingling, full of energy, ready to be released in, on the canvas in some new creation. And that, that energy is just there needing to come out. And she almost cannot feel relaxed until all that energy is completely out into a final painting. Well, to you, when you get a new idea for a poem, or when you get any new idea at 10 p.m., which, which sounds good, this rhyme, an idea for a poem, or any idea at 10 p.m., how do you feel? How is that experience inside your body and in your mind and in your emotions? Uh, okay, so usually when something comes to my mind, I feel like... Uh, Actually, I'm falling in love. I feel like butterflies in my stomach and uh, I feel like a kind of obsession. So everything I can think about is uh, these ideas. So, and it really feels like a huge excitement. And uh, I sit down with my laptop, I start writing or I start doing things. So, uh, yes, it feels like a bunch of energy you have to release immediately. Yes, it feels like a lot, a bunch of energy you have to release immediately. It's like falling in love, butterflies in your stomach and an obsession with that idea. and. How is that experience similar or different to how you want people to feel when you're inspiring them? Do you want them to feel like they're falling in love with a new idea, that they have butterflies in their stomach and they cannot stop until they make it reality? 
Uh, so actually, I wish people felt that, but actually, when I want people to be inspired, I want them to uh, to have these emotions that would lead them to do so. So I don't know exactly what. To makes people turn on, you know. So I cannot say that uh, butterflies in stomach is something great to feel the inspiration because it's it's so only to me. But I want people like to feel that kind of emotion that turns them on and uh, which inspires them. Brilliant. And you mentioned butterflies in the stomach again. Do you have some unexpected situation or place or something like that where you feel just that perfect butterflies in the stomach falling in love and obsessing? That is not about poetry or falling in love or something like that. That happens in your life sometimes. Mm, It's pretty hard to name such situations, but Usually, when talking not about singing, not about poetry, and uh, not about actual falling in love, I'd say that could be some projects I'm involved in, and uh, these emotions could be could be felt when I come up with uh, some kind of ideas, or when I have to do something I've struggled with, and when I finally uh, have some ideas how to make this like come true, or how to solve this, and uh, when the, this happens, I feel so. Great. And to verify, which one is your most favorite part when you're inspired? Is it that when you get that idea and feel the butterflies or is it when you do things better than you've ever done, which could be similar to sometimes when you sing better than you did before and that is something that stays on your mind or is it when you get people's attention or is it when you get a result, a change, an outcome and you know that you have inspired others? Which one of these is the one that touches your heart most? Mm-hmm. If I had to choose, I choose the last option when I see the result, because um, you know my inner state is my inner state, and uh, I cannot really know uh, whether my excitement or obsession or my feeling that I've done something better than previous time. I don't know whether other feel that, uh, whether others like can relate to this, whether others think like that. So when I see the actual result, I know that my inner state and the opinion of other people are the same. So these times I actually feel like, wow, I've completed something and uh, I feel that that is great. And the audience, uh, like my environment, feel the same. Great. So if I understood you and to relate it to poetry, when you express your thoughts, in poetry so that people will have similar thoughts and understand it or when you do something and you know that your environment will be turned on and excited like you are then you feel very good correct Mm, yes i do and 
I have so many other questions, but this one, why is that important for you when you are in that environment and you cause change where your inner environment and the other people's environment is excited because of you and you let to be people being turned on about an idea or a project or a song or a poem or anything? Mm. So um, this is really important to me because, you know, uh, when I know that I make people inspired when they feel the same I do, this is like, you know, a kind of spark to me because uh, when you get the spark, you know that the fire inside you will will be fire and will uh, stay on because when you don't get this support when you don't feel that people can relate to uh, your emotions your thoughts these emotions can't last for a long time but when you see that it makes you turned on for a really a really great amount of time brilliant so if i understood correctly when you spark the fire in other people there is kind of an exchange of energy where the more they are turned on and excited, the more your fire will stay longer and longer. And therefore, there will be enough motivation and momentum for even more change to happen in the world. And if that spark doesn't happen, then eventually your fire will burn out faster. And therefore, that feeling ends. Is this a correct understanding? Yes, yes, this is uh, like a correct description of what I feel. Great and so amazing. So I have to ask you, how does the fire inside relate to the butterflies in the stomach? Because if we thought metaphorically, the fire will burn the the butterflies and they will die. So (laughs) how do they relate? (laughs) Uh, so I believe that this fire is special and it won't burn my butterflies, my inner butterflies to like to divide them. Uh, the butterflies is my signal to start my work, to start doing what makes me excited and what could inspire other people, while the fire is the process itself. Great. So the butterflies are the spark. Is this correct? Yes. <laughs> and I have to ask a question, and I have a hint about the answer, but I will. In this world and in psychology, and whether you look at the Kolbe test or Ramit Sethi's psychological studies or whatever, may, people can be divided into starters who maybe after they get to 10% or 20%, they lose interest in whatever they're doing. While there are people who are finishers, that don't really start ideas, but when they join projects, they can do it until the end with discipline, etc. It seems to me, and please correct me whether this is wrong, you are a starter, and you notice sometimes in your life that if the fire burns out and is not there anymore, you don't finish projects, but you found that when you ignite the fire of other people and spark it, then their fire will feed your fire and your fire will feed their fire. And that is like mutual inspiration. And therefore, you will have the energy and the drive to complete the project, which leads to the outcomes and the results rather than stopping it before 
that happens. Is this a correct assumption or what is your comment? Um, I cannot decide whether I am true starter or a true finisher because sometimes I hear that people think that I'm actually a finisher. Uh, I don't know how, but if talking about my opinion on this, I think you are correct that I'm more a starter. This is so fascinating and we can go on forever and ever. So just to finish, listen to your heart. And if there is any piece of advice or lesson you learned or something wise and meaningful you would like to share with the audience that is comes from your heart, what would you say? Uh, thanks for such an opportunity like to share what share my advices and so on and what i want to say is that all of us are unique as i said earlier and uh, all of us has their own something to uh, share with others to share to contribute to the world's development even on the global level so what i want to advise is not to be scared to uh, like really show the world your your passions uh, your ideas your thoughts because all of us have just one life we can decide whether we want to like spend our life on something bigger or not but i advise you to always choose the first option because uh, we as people make this world more great and better so i want all of you all of you to listen to the interview and after it think of things that you could share with the world to make it better and to contribute to our society and to its development thank you that was really great advice. And if people want to follow you, to hear from you, to be inspired by you, which are the best links and places for them to do so? Okay, so uh, the best way to contact me is, um, I think, my Instagram, because I'm always there. And uh, you can get to know me better through Instagram. And uh, I'm always on contact there. So I think that is uh, the best link that could be given. I will make sure to write it in the description. And Lisa, it was a pleasure and an honor and an inspiration and an interview full of butterflies and fires and sparks. And I thank you for that. And I wish you a great day. Thank you so much as well. I'm really happy and I'm really thankful for having me today. So, and uh, I wish you the same.